Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Authentic Conversations with Coach Rebecca, where we keep it real and 100. No sugarcoating here. Are you ready for some real girl talk? Well, come on in. And let's get to it. Hi, everyone. This is Prophetess Rebecca D. Huggins. Want to welcome you to another amazing episode. We are so honored to have my sister, the amazing Coach Jacqueline Goodwin. How are you doing, Coach Jackie? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me on this amazing podcast. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, everybody, we're going to give you a little bit of information about my sister. Coach Jacqueline um, Goodwin is the CEO and founder of Healing in the Vessel. She is a best-selling author. She's an amazing mom. She's a servant leader. She's a career professional. And she's the CEO and founder of Healing in the Vessel Ministries. So now we have introduced you. We've told our amazing audience about you. But what would you like our audience to know? Okay. Oh, I would like for the audience to know that um, I also um, enjoy um, working out. That's one of my um, pet peeves. Um, even though I have all those different hats to wear for my downtown, I do like the people to know that um, I do like working out, doing exercising. I like um meditating. I do like spending, I have two dogs, King and Banks, and I really do like spending time with my dogs. I'm also an animal lover. <laughs> awesome, 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 Minister Jackie. So what I heard you say is that you are a lover of your, what, your two fur babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you love people. You, um, love to serve, and um, we're just so honored that you are here. You know, you're here to share, to have a courageous conversations about your journey and about your ministry, about those you are called to serve. So let's go ahead and let's dive into this conversation. Tell our, tell us, who are you called to serve? Okay, um, God has called me to serve those that um, are brokenhearted, um, those that um, deal with a lot of affliction and infirmities, uh, my ministry, Healing the Vessel Ministries, was birthed in 2010, and it was birthed out of my own testimony. Um, I had experienced being diagnosed with HIV, and I'm going to try to contain myself because I get excited about this testimony. But I had been diagnosed with HIV, and being diagnosed with that, I had to um, go through some tribulations in that. And when I got the diagnosis, I went to the doctor not expecting that to be my diagnosis, I went there expecting something different. So when the doctor walks in and with his head hung down, he told me, he said, you know, um, I had some bad news and I'm sitting on the, the, the um, seat and I'm like, okay, doc, just give it to me. And he told me, he said, well, your diagnosis after the, the test, your blood work and everything shows that um, you have HIV. Glory to God. And at that time I'm sitting there and um, 
when I, w- I was sitting at the doctor's office and I looked at the back of the door and I literally just saw the cross on the door. That's all I could see. I heard what he said, but I looked and I saw the cross and he's looking at me and he was you know, saying, well, did you hear what I said? And I said, I heard what you said, but I just can't receive it in my spirit. I said, I truly got to go pray and meet the man that I've met a long time ago, the doctors of the doctor. So he's looking at me and I told him, I said, um, I'm just gonna go, you know, and get in my prayer closet. So at that time, his receptionist was my prayer partner. And I went out there and I asked uh, Miss Paula, I said, Miss Paula, I said, now do the doctor give you our diagnosis? And she said, no, because she's our, um, she's just a receptionist. So I told her, I shared with her my diagnosis and the woman of God immediately got up and went into prayer with me. And she said, woman of God, all I hear is um, Isaiah 43 and two, when you pass it through the water, it will not overtake me. And that just stuck with my spirit. I knew then that God was gonna do something miraculously. So I went home and on the way going home, God was telling me, he said, glory, oh, hallelujah, Jesus. He was telling me to shut down. And he said, when you shut down, he said, I want you to not talk on your phone. He said, I don't want you to have visitors. He said, I literally want you to shut down. And I want you to ask your mother. At that time, my mother was alive. He said, ask her to cover you in prayer. Don't share with her your diagnosis, but tell her that you need her to go in prayer with you, just cover you. So I did those three things because obedience is better than sacrifice. So when I did those things, and in the midst of fasting, on the third day of the fast, God woke me up at 3 a.m. in the morning and showed me two words. He showed me negative and he showed me victory. And when I saw those two words, I knew then that he had purified my blood. And I began just to praise God at that time. So I called the doctor, went back to the doctor. They did my blood work, didn't find any trace of HIV. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. And in that time, I said, as I said earlier, that that's how the ministry was birthed. Because he was showing me during that time that HIV stood for healing in the vessel. So that's how that that's how healing the vessel ministry was birthed. And that is where I'm called to. Um, God has really pushed me in the area of healing. So praise be to God. So what I heard you say is that You're called to serve those who are bound by infirmities, those who are broken. And this came about, or God um, strategically allowed you to go to your doctor, because I'm I'm assuming that, you know, it was just a routine checkup, and he gave you a diagnosis, walked in, head dropped low, and you were like, doctor, come on and give it to me. And when he gave you the diagnosis, he said, you're HIV positive. And you were sitting there. You heard what he said, but you saw the cross. Come on. And the (laughs) cross represents what? Those 39 stripes. Eh, Those 39 stripes that symbolize healing. And so you told him, you said, I'm not accepting this. I have to go and pray to the healer of all healers. Come on, to the great I am. And so when you walked out mm, into... The what? Into, um, you were leaving and you walked into a woman of God who was at the reception. She was a receptionist and she was a mighty woman of God. And you two went into prayer and what she told you is what? You're the healed. And she gave you what? Isaiah 43. She gave you a scripture to stand on. Was it 43 and 4? Which says that. 
43 and 2. Thank you. 43 and 2 that God is with you when you go through the what? When you go through the waters, he's with you. The fiery darts are coming at you. He's with you. And you went into prayer and the Lord told you to take three days to do what? To fast and consecrate. Yes. And you asked your mother who has transitioned to glory. Come on, God, to pray with you. Didn't tell her what you needed, but you prayed. And what happened? You were healed on the third day. You were believing God for what? Your blood to be purified. And he woke you up at three in the morning and you saw a healing, healing and vessel, healed vessel. Come on. And when you went back to the doctor, no trace of what H. Now that's a look. You are a testimony. <laughs> you are a testimony, and you know what? A lot of times, people don't know our story. They don't understand our praise. Come on, hey Jesus, come on. They, I would have never known that you went through what you went through which was a part of your birthing the ministry that God had in store for you because you know him as a miracle worker. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. You know him as a miracle worker. You know him as the miracle worker. And so that is a blessing. So when we're talking about, here's our next question. So because God has raised you up to be a testament of his miracle working power and you're serving the women and and the women you're called to serve or you're serving in the kingdom of God um, through your ministry, healing in the vessel ministries. What would you say, how does God allow you to help your, the souls he strategically assigned to you to experience a breakthrough or to experience a miracle? Now, he allows me to help them um, through praying and fasting and also giving them the word of God because sometimes the enemy, that's where the enemy comes in and steal that word. And that was one thing I had to realize during my um, trials with HIV and my testimony. I had to stay in the word of God because I had to keep reminding myself that he was wounded for my transgression. He was wounded. His, his stripes were made for me to be healed. So when I'm coaching people, I'm letting them know you have to let the devil know, you know, when he's telling you that this sickness is unto death, you have to let the devil, you a liar. Because I know that he was wounded for my transgression. So, you know, I, I, I get them grounded in the word of God. I get them grounded with praying and fasting because Jesus says some things come out by fasting. And sometimes we have to do a sacrifice. And that's what I realized. I had to sacrifice something. I had to be like the woman with the issue of blood. I was desperate, you know, and in my staying before God, I told God, if I have to lay here prostate, I'm going to lay prostate because that's how I was in my room. I was laying prostate. I said, God, I'm going to stay here 365 days. So when I'm coaching people and I'm talking to them about healing, my question to them is how desperate do you want it? How bad do you want your healing? What are you willing to sacrifice? Because we got to give up some things. My God, my God, my God. So what I'm hearing you say is that whenever you are working with your partners, when you're working with the souls who are called, you're called to serve, you ask them how bad do they want it? How bad do they want their breakthrough? How bad do they want their deliverance? Because ultimately it is really up to who it is really up to them. That's it. Come on. And. Come on, it's really up to them because as you were sharing your testimony of, you know, 
going through receiving that diagnosis, God gave you specific instructions to fast and consecrate and to sacrifice. Come on and see that part about sacrifice and laying it all on the altar in order to do what? In order to receive what? In order to receive the healing. That's it. See, and that's what, and you said, people don't want to sacrifice. But when God sends or divinely orchestrates and divinely connects you with your partners, you let them know it comes by what? Sacrificing, praying, and fasting, and sacrificing, and staying on the altar so that God can do what? He can do the work and he can get the glory. You got to want it real bad. And I like that. I love what you said. Your partners have to want their deliverance bad. Because at the end of the day, it's about them. It's about them, nobody else. And only they can partner with God and you to get the work done. That's it. Amen. You know, and so let's talk about your books that um, God has favored you to, empowered you to write. Share um, your books with us. Okay. um, I have... Um, written two books on my own, um, from better to better, from better to better, my most mm-hmm. one. And um, mm-hmm. my first one was um, healing in a vessel, a mother's love and a daughter's journey of faith, and that's the one you know God. Um, what we were talking about earlier about being transparent. That book is transparent, where He has taken me through different areas in my life, and He's just brought me through from financial struggles, um, from. Um, protecting me from the people trying to repossess my car when I wasn't working, just different things, empowering people to um, take their faith to another level. The first chapter is about my HIV testimony being healed. Also, I did a lot of um, co-authoring books last year. Um, The book, Where Did I Go? That talks about um, losing myself in marriage. Um, That was something, a different avenue God took me. And in that chapter, I talk about how I lost Jackie. I, I became the mother, I became the wife, um, and I was so, and became, because sometimes we get so involved in the ministry sometimes that we forget who God really mm-hmm. wants us to be. So I talk about mm-hmm. how I lost myself in, my, in marriage in that book, Where Did I Go? And then Meant for My Good, that was another book that I co-authored, um, Women of Power 2, and Hearing God's Voices. And in those books, God wanted me to share my HIV testimony, and then I did a, um, devotion book where I talked about faith and that is called um, it takes money honey but it's a book where women talk about different things but my area was talking about faith because God also you know deal with me with um, faith because with miracles we must have faith you know we got to have that faith Mm -hmm. and then 31 ways Mm -hmm. of influence I talk about um, being hurt um, when you're hurt by God's anointed because sometimes um, we are hurt by leaders and um we want to lash out or retaliate. And God showed me how David, even though Saul rose up against him, he still recognized the anointing on Saul's life. And I talk about that. Even though there's church hurt, there's a proper way that we should do things. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And and there are two books that I want to really just ask um, a couple of follow-up questions on your book that you begin sharing your story of being of um, the HIV. Um, tell us the name of that story again. Tell us the name of that book again. That book is called Healing the Vessel, Mother's Love and a Daughter's Journey of Faith. And 
and this is that um, it's in dedication to my mom. And this book really um, talks about the journey that me and my kids, because I tell my kids everything that I've gone through, God has allowed me to be transparent with them because they was a part of that journey and a part of their faith. There were days, um, for instance, my car was, um, the, the transmission went out, so we had to catch rides. And how sometimes I was working at the, uh, my oldest two school at that time. And, um, you know, the kids were talking about we having to catch rides, but I told them, we're going to hold our head up because God is still getting the glory. And God began to show me, even in that, he was showing me, it wasn't the car that was getting you playing. I was your provider and he was showing me every place from having taken my kids to the doctor or going to the grocery store. He always made a way. So sometimes God removes things to show us that he is the source and things are resources. And that's what he was showing me mm -hmm. even with jobs. Jobs are the resources, but we must never forget that God is our source. Mm. Come on. And so the healing vessel, it's dedicated in remembrance of your mom. Yeah. And you you share your faith journeys, your faith test, and how you know you the the story of your miraculous healing from the HIV diagnosis, right? And then um, you share a story where you and your children were, you know, your transmission went out on your car, and you got from what one place to the to the next because God provided you with favor. Yes. And he taught you that he's your source, not man, but uh -huh. he is your source. And look, God has a way of teaching us what we need in order to do what? To go to the next level and to be what? To be promoted. That's it. Come on. And so, yeah, to be promoted. And so I thank God that, you know, even with your two older children, when you were working at school, God God provided for you and your seed every day. And, and, and the, the scripture that comes to my mind is, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Begging for bread. Jesus. Come on. And even when you guys were what? When God um, strategically allowed you to partner with someone to provide transportation for you and your family. You told your children, we're still going to do what? Hold our head up high because oh. you're what? You're chosen what? Your royal priesthood, a chosen people who have been what? Chosen by God. Yes, and Lord. he's going to do what? Continue to provide for you. And that's amazing. And that's amazing. That's an amazing testimony because, you know, when we look at where we are today, and especially with the pandemic, you yeah. know, and what we're going through right now, God is getting the glory through all of this because he is supernaturally providing for yeah. his children. We are still what the blessed. And, yeah. and and with that being said, how has your ministry been um, impacted by the pandemic? Um, my ministry has been affected. I, I have been having a lot of family, not um, members of the ministries, but um, some families that are not a part but just just know me have been reaching out mm -hmm. because their family's been diagnosed with COVID-19 and reaching mm -hmm. out to me to just to intercede and prayer for them, you know, and I told them it's about, I'm about my father's mm -hmm. business. So it's not about you mm -hmm. just being a partner or being a member of Healing of Vessel Ministry. You know, mm -hmm. when people reach out to me to pray, that's what I do. You know, I've had um, mm -hmm. different people, as I said earlier, reach out. Their, their family members had COVID-19 mm -hmm. 
and just interceding on their behalf and to see God come in and heal them and see mm -hmm. God come in to give them a testimony to let them know that they should live and not die, but mm -hmm. declare the works of the Lord and the glory belongs to God. I, I'm just a vessel that he used, but he is the healer. And that's what I constantly remind people. He is the mm. healer. Give him the glory. Give him the praise. Mm, come on, God. Come on. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? This yeah. is just so amazing, so amazing. So as a result of your going through what? Going through the pandemic, God has what? He has shown himself strong and shown himself faithful throughout all of this. And this is, he's He's continued to provide for you. Continue yeah. to provide you uh, supernaturally and continue to prosper you and your family and your partners during this time. This is amazing. And this is amazing. So, um, what would you like to leave our audience with as we come to the close of our conversation? I would like to leave the audience with to let you know that there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing too hard for God. Uh, my latest book was From mm -hmm. Better to Better. And God is mm -hmm. warning all of us to transition to our better state. So mm -hmm. let us become transparent before God and allow God to do the healing. Mm, there is what? Nothing too hard too hard for our daddy nothing too hard for god come on he can do what what no man can do and that is such a blessing such a blessing such a blessing and so how can our um audience get in touch with you um the audience can reach out to me i am on um facebook as jacqueline goodwin also um on my ministry web page www.healinginthevesselministry mm -hmm. Dot com And also I'm on Instagram as Lanise Goodwin. So definitely reach out to me. Yes, 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 yes. Everybody, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Courageous Conversations podcast. We're just so honored to have our amazing guest coach, Minister Jacqueline Goodwin with us. Join us next time, same time, same place. Love you guys. Have an awesome one. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Authentic Conversations with Coach Rebecca. Enjoy this episode? Well, share it with your sister friends so they too can get in on Authentic Conversations. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.